Welcome to Humanity Evolve with your host, Catherine Colarco. This program will bring your life, family, and community together by focusing on the new technologies and innovations that define your world in an open and relaxed forum of ideas and discussion. Now, here is Catherine Colarco. Welcome to our show. This is Catherine Kalarka with Humanity Evolve. It is our goal to share wisdom and technology and human advances that help people thrive in their lives, for their family, the community, and for a better world. We want you to nurture the best of who you are so that we all are better too. And one of the ways to make that happen is through functional medicine and taking care of ourselves. And today I have two amazing, spectacular women with me today, which is super exciting. I have with me Dr. Stephanie Daniels, and she is a, a, a functional medicine doctor and has been working as a specialist for hormonal balance and hormones for women from fertility to menopause. And this is, you know, all of us could benefit from this. Even the men in our lives can benefit from uh, from this aspect of it, and so can our families. But we really want to build more energy and more love and light in our lives. The second person on our show is Sarah Plummer Bernard, who is an amazing coach, has worked with uh, thousands of executives and is a wellness expert. She has written several books. One is Free the Fat, which is always a good idea. And uh, so they've been working together for a long time and they're good friends of mine. And I'm so happy to have them on board today's show. So welcome, Stephanie and Sarah. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Oh, you're welcome. So, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into this and sort of what 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 you what wisdom you're bringing for uh, women hormonal balance and uh, wellness. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, for those uh, listeners who don't know what functional medicine is, it is a um, systematic approach to identifying root cause of you know various symptoms, and we use a lot of data, um, including you know genomic information and you know blood analysis and microbiome analysis, in order to um, address the root cause of people's. Um, symptoms inclusive of hormonal um, imbalances or natural transition, you know, life transition hormone changes. Um, But I got into it actually through uh, my own um, hormonal health crisis Um, about 10 years ago. uh, There's a very common autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's thyroid um, thyroid disease. And um, Mm. it's an environmental um, autoimmune um, condition that is hallmarked by uh, uh, suppressing thyroid hormone function, which leads to fatigue and brain fog and feeling cold all the time. Um, and um, that was sort of my entree point was huh. um, trying to get my own my own help for that. Right. And, and did you at that time, were you deploying functional medicine or were you working with you also have written a lot of articles around evolutionary medicine and your book on uh, low stress food, uh, eating your way to a low stress life? Was that something you brought to what you were doing or did you learn that because you were sort of diagnosing and troubleshooting your own condition? Yeah, so um, the book actually came out of a project. Um, I was working in a um, for an organization that did a lot of um, uh, sort of think tank type discussions or assertions or hypotheses around the evolutionary mismatch of our biology to our modern day environment, and yeah, that was 
Yeah, that was like the <laughs> entree point to realizing that I myself had an environmental mismatch, you know, right. in the sense that, um, you know, I started having symptoms. I sought out the help of a, of an integrative and functional medicine physician, and I was just embarking on um, starting medical school um, that same year when I found, you know, my one of my main, you know, functional medicine mentors, Sarah Gottfried, um, who's really well known in the, you know, hormone health world. She's an MD, and right. um, and then and through that also understanding how my own you know, biology was not matching to my, you know, to the modern day environment with, you know, not enough rest, not enough sleep, go, 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 eating the wrong foods, etc. cetera. Um, mm. So that's, that's sort of how it all um, transitioned from the background that I started with, with, you know, and then through my own health journey of discovering this whole field that could address wow. it. So, I mean, I, I, I totally hear you on the, the environmental conditions. And uh, do you have a sense of, I mean, where did you start when you actually started to, when you identified what was going on? Where, what was your process? Well, how did you actually deal with it? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the most um, kind of the low hanging fruit, so to speak, of uh, environmental impact is what you eat. Um, you know, we eat multiple times a day. Um, right. And a lot of the, you know, standard um, diet that, you know, most Americans have adopted is highly inflammatory. Mm. Um, and autoimmune diseases in general, and particularly things like um, Hashimoto's thyroid disease is something that um, is driven through in- inflammation. And then the immune system, you know, mounts an attack because there's inflammatory uh, root causes. And so the the thing that I could control the most was, you know, at least initially was changing the way that I fed myself. Huh. Uh, and did you actually, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, we're, there's, con- we're inundated with diets and, and understanding of things. Was there a, what did you eliminate or add in? Were there particular supplements or was it kind of a, you know, you just went to organic or how, what did you actually do? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, so the like primary principles or one of the primary principles from a functional medicine perspective is an anti-inflammatory diet, which is whole foods, organic, um, and then free of the most common in, um, foods that are, that are, that cause inflammation, which includes wheat, dairy, soy, corn, sugar, um, you know, those, that's sort of the cross, major cross-section of the types of foods that create the most problem. Mm-hmm. And it's also you know, the, the types of, um, foods that our diet is most commonly, you know, consists of. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and did you, like you just described most of our diet, you know, so (laughs) it's kind of challenging to, to eliminate all of that. If did you have to, were you super rigorous about extracting all of that or, or was it a minor change that could make a difference? You know, minor changes can make a difference for me and, you know, for most of my patients these days, depending on where they are on their health journey. Um, for me, it was a gradual process. You know, I really had to um, take baby steps. I mean, I was um, I was in my 20s and uh, I worked, you know, at a, at a job right before med school that was 12 plus hours a day. And, yeah. you know, that, like you said, that's all big. Those, those can be big changes for people. So the, you know, the wheat part, the gluten, um, was, is one of the, you know, types of, um, food components that has the biggest impact or shows to have the biggest impact. And so I started with that, um, and, you know, just going organic and taking out the processed foods and the gluten and, 
you know, honestly, it took me years to get some of the others out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's, behavior change is hard. Right, <laughs> I, exactly. I want to acknowledge that. Um, <laughs> and when did you start to see advances? I mean, obviously, you're, you're a trained professional, so you knew what you were doing and you had a, a good objective view in terms of the science and, and some of the hype that's out there. Do, yeah. You know, how, you know make it, it makes sense to get rid of sugar. It makes sense to get rid of processed food and, and to go to more natural um, or more closer to the, the garden, you know. Um, mm-hmm. When did you start seeing the the results and and what advice would you give others that may be wanting to try this yeah I mean you know there's so many other components I mean food like I started with food because it's one of the things that we can control most readily um, and because it's something that's so ubiquitous I mean I think of food as information and um, and with each bite that you take you're trying to change the information that the body's organizing itself around, right? So that environmental mismatch, you're trying to now, you know, have it match, so to right. speak, with with eating things that are more wholesome and, um, you know, pesticide-free and so on. And so the changes actually took quite some time. I mean, when I was, when I was initially diagnosed, um, I was pretty, like, sick. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, it took a good... You know, I went right in from my from my diagnosis into medical school, um, and you know had um, Dr. Godfrey as my mentor through that. And you know, med school is not exactly a forgiving environment either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so <laughs> you know, honestly, it took a few years, and it wasn't just diet alone. I mean, I had to change a lot of things, and um, I just you know find ways to take care of myself and it's you know same thing happens with my patients the there's a there's a a, a process and um uh you know sort of an a, an expedition of understanding like well, what are all the environmental impacts that are creating um inflammation in the body and so you know beyond food there there were other ways to discover um what was impacting that. So it took a couple of years to stabilize. And I would say, you know, now it's 10 years later and I'm still, um, there's still new things that I adopt um, for myself. And, you know, I, it, it's always easier to work with other people and tell them what to do <laughs> yeah. than it is to do it's, for your exactly. you know. yeah, um, cobbler shoes. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, th- that said, you know, di- the dietary piece is like one of the ways that you can make a big lifestyle change that can have the, the furthest reaching impact for like a lifetime of, you know, of health and disease prevention. Right. Like uh, Mark Hyman says, food is medicine, right? And That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Sarah, I'm going to ask you to come in and tell a little bit about your story and how, you know, and how the interaction with uh, Stephanie and, and sort of what, what, what is your, how have you evolved in terms of your ability to master your own health? So Dr. Steph came into my life about five years ago at a really pivotal time And she brought in vocabulary terms that hadn't even crossed my awareness. And I was really seeking out an answer to what was going on. I didn't know if I had extreme PMS or if my mood was off. There was anxiety. There was depression. It was cyclical. And I was just trying to function in a world that tells us over and over again through various marketing components to be more, do more, bigger smile, more energy. Yeah. And I wasn't sure it was going to be okay. And I had this like resume and this long list of fabulous scrapbook endeavors and was being told by our culture that I was, should be happy and healthy and fabulous. And I was doing a good job, but I knew something was off. Right. And I had a 
relationship consulting business and I was helping people communicate and work through their divorces and I was happy helping them but I couldn't trust when my brain was going to work or not work that mental Mm. fog the mood shift the irritability the kind of apathy that would kick in and it wasn't clinical depression but it sure had some of the symptoms and components of it and so had I not met Steph five years ago I probably would have hopped on an antidepressant like most of, I think it's what, one in four women. Yeah, are four, yeah. yeah and, exactly. And it took um, her showing me kind of the entire conveyor belt. Remember, she called it like the methyl pathway. And I'm like, the methyl what? And she's like, it's <laughs> a conveyor <laughs> belt. And we were sitting in her new office right after she um, kind of got handed the reins from Sarah Godfrey to take over her patient base when Sarah went to go um, write her first book which was a, a huge success. Yeah. And she did a lot of good things for a lot of good people. But Steph was explaining this methyl pathway to me. And she's like, think of it like a conveyor belt. You have to eat the food. And that's assuming you even eat the right food. Let's, let's assume you're eating a great diet. Then your body has to be able to absorb the nutrients. So that's all the little villi, finger-like things that come out of your intestines. You have to be able to grab the food. You have to be able to break it down into a format that is digestible and you have to hope that you don't have leaky gut and too large of particles are slipping through into the bloodstream, um, alerting the alum- uh, immune system that what was a really great strawberry is now a possible attacker, which becomes an allergen. She's like, so let's just assume you ate good food and it gets absorbed. Then you get to the point where these amino acids have to have the right cofactors present to convert and become a usable neurotransmitter like um, be motivated dopamine or feel blissful serotonin or sexy time testosterone hormone think clearly look beautiful and youthful estrogen or be soothed progesterone she's like all these things have to happen now these neurotransmitters are on the synapse in the brain great then you might ha- have a problem with your um, the uptake and the reuptake happening too efficiently And so I took that analogy and I thought about it a lot and I was like, wow, I've got a lot of different things to check for. She brought in um, MTHFR into my world, which was, um, I think it's, what is it, Steph? Methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase. It's it's one of the main methylation enzymes. So uh, some like 60% of Caucasians specifically don't convert their B vitamins into usable forms to then be this like helper mechanic cofactor to turn other amino acids. So I, I had a lot of different boxes to kind of cross off and check in my path to being able to think clearly. And, and we see people hopping on Adderall um, to help with their focus issues and help with their energy, but not necessarily working on the stimulation in their life. Right. Um, and none of us are sleeping enough, so the amyloid plaque doesn't really get washed from our brain appropriately or we don't go through yeah, a exactly. whole um, cleansing cycle. And, right. and so that was, I ended up bringing some of the tools that Steph had suggested that had helped me into my practice to help people. Like you're not really going to show up as your best wife or mother if you're not feeling good. Um, but any of the heavy lifting, I just quickly passed to Stephanie. Like here's yeah. her number. She's going to do a great job. She's expensive, but she's worth it. And <laughs> everyone that I passed to her has gotten better. Yeah. Um, their thyroid balance, they're, they're just really happy with her yeah. work. Yeah. So it seems like what we're talking about is sort of a optimizing our systemic 
function uh, using the food, uh, proper supplements, and other aspects to improve ourselves. I, we're two minutes from break, and I want to touch on something that you've both mentioned. And one of these is it's a personal journey, and everyone can be affected by this without understanding. The second part of it is it is accessible to everyone. This is not something that's only available to a few. These are tips and techniques that anybody can deploy with discipline and 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 an effort because you do have to search out for the foods you do have to drop the candy bar you, you there are things you have to do but in fact it's accessible to people and and um i want to come out back after the break and talk a little bit about what the results were you know like how how can the average person be able to employ some of these techniques and and solutions that can help them, right? Either if they have the ability to work with someone, that's fantastic. If they don't, are there little things that they can do to make a difference in their lives? Are there small steps they can take? Because I I feel like there, there are, you know, like there are other aspects as well, like emotional um, state, uh, stress in your life and, and similar uh, items. So we're going to go to a break and we're going to uh, uh, allow our, our amazing uh, commercials to be said and, and our supporters to be uh, celebrated. And we're going to come back after that and talk about what were the results of your stories? What actually happened? How long did it take? And what can the average woman or family do to to start uh, on a better journey for themselves if they're feeling these kinds of things? So we're going to come back after the break. This is Catherine Calarco on Humanity Evolve. And my awesome guests today are Sarah Plummer and Stephanie Daniel. We'll be back after the break. Thanks, everyone. or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. This is Humanity Evolve with Catherine Calarco. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. Again, that's 1-866-613-1612. Or you may send an email to info at ccalarco.com. Now, back to Humanity Evolve. We're back. We're back. This is Catherine Calarco on Humanity Evolve. And today we have two amazing women, Dr. Stephanie Daniel and Sarah Plummer Bernard, who are talking about hormonal balance. This is a major aspect of human health and also inflammation. How do you reduce it? And 
and there's a lot of environmental triggers. And Sarah talked a lot about her story of how the cascade effect was explained to her and how she was able to disintermediate that using food and supplements. And I'd I'd love to pick on up on that theme, uh, Stephanie. So what what were kind of the 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 things that that Sarah did, and and really how can the average person deploy some of these techniques? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked a lot about diet and kind of, you know, removing the highest inflammatory foods. So that's, you know, that's an easy step. And then um, Sarah was talking about some of the cofactors that are needed to um, produce, you know, certain brain chemicals and, you know, ways to support um, hormonal health. And, you know, I I think... um, you know, I don't want people to think that, you know, supplements should be an ongoing lifestyle except for some, some like a few exceptions that have super high yield and, you know, are not necessarily things that can be um, gotten environmentally or food wise. And so um, Sarah mentioned B vitamins and kind of this, you know, important aspect of, of supplementing with B vitamins and the um, conversion issues that a lot of the population has in terms of the ability to activate some of these nutrients um, from a genetic standpoint. And so um, I always, you know, recommend that people use a really good activated B complex because mm. B, vit- B vitamins are um, important for the adrenal uh, adrenal health, which is, you know, the part of your hormonal system that manages inflammation or counteracts inflammation. Um, they're also important for creating, you know, those like soothing, feel good um, neurotransmitters. Um, they give you energy. They're important for mental clarity, for detoxification, you know, all these different things. And that's like a super high yield, um, you know, thing that you Excellent can. thing to do, yeah. Yeah, that you can supplement. So that's typically in my top, you know, three to four. Yeah. Um, along with vitamin D, which mm-hmm. is a, you know, a pro-hormone. It's actually a hormone and it's a fat-soluble um a nutrient that we're we're supposed to get from the sun, but right. <laughs> n- none of us actually have a lifestyle where we get enough sun exposure in the middle of the day, like mostly unclothed um, <laughs> between a- you know at least here in the Bay Area between April and in, in October. Um, right. You know, right. so not practical, you know, to get it lifestyle wise, although I do encourage people to get out into the sunshine and, you know, expose their skin, um, mm. you know, for 15 or 20 minutes a day if they can without, you know, just to that point of like barely turning pink, you don't want to burn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another high yield, you know, one that has uh, really tons of data in terms of being anti-carcinogenic, um, right. important for autoimmune disease, important for mood balance. Um, so those are, you know, right off the top, uh, those are two, you know, super simple things that you can integrate that have a lifelong, um, you know, lifelong kind of preventative positive effect. And so what is an activated complex? So you talked about yeah. B complex and what does it mean? I mean, do I go to the grocery store and look for, or go to the, you know, supplement store and look for activated or, or, yeah. it, you know, cause there's a lot of variance in the quality of vitamins, right? And so, you know, what, how do you choose a, a proper vitamin and what, what is, what's the, what does activated really mean? Right. So um, with the B vitamins, um, you know, speaking to to Sarah's discussion of the methylation pathway, um, a lot of us um, are missing the efficiency and being able to convert even food-based B vitamins, because ideally you'd be able to get them from food. Right. But but we don't have the enzyme activity um, necessarily from a genetic standpoint to make them active and usable. And so you can get the end you know, end product that's already activated. So you can sidestep that, that genetic um, inefficiency. Right. And 
to find that, you know, you want to, you know, typically they're, um, you're not going to necessarily find it in a grocery store, although, you know, places like Whole Foods or kind of more health food stores may carry some of the uh, options. Right. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, the the quality is really variable, um, you know, and that said, um, if you go to um, integrative pharmacies here in the Bay Area, we have Pharmaca, um, or you go to online, you know, you, even on Amazon, there's some yeah. there's some pharmaceutical grade brands that are mm-hmm. really um, reliable, um, mm-hmm. like Pure Encapsulations, uh, Metagenics, um, you know, some of these companies that have um, active B complexes, and you can um, you can. Oftentimes it'll be in the late in the front of the label, but if you right. turn the bottle around, you can also you're, what you're looking for is a description that includes the word methyl um, right. next to B12 and next to B9, which is folate or you know methylfolate. Excellent. Um, yeah. So Thanks. You know, yeah. 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 yeah that's I, cool. I still get my supplements from um, the site that you recommended a while ago, NutrimentRx.com, and. Um, when you were helping me put together my personal blend after we were done with the whole compounded pharmacy, when I had like my super personal blend, mm-hmm. I really like some of the ones that you've handpicked from that site as well. And I, I even included a lot of those as my suggestions for the free the fat protocol. Um, and I had really good personal experience on the supplements. You pick really quality pieces from there. Mm. Yeah, good to know. And Sarah, what was the what were some some of your favorites? I mean, in terms of the ones that had the most that you retained, right? That you actually recommend? Well, it's B's, C's, D's, and omega threes. Yeah, that's how I remember. There's four: B's, C's, D's, omega threes. Staff covered B's and D's beautifully. C is just an important part of um, not only adrenal health and immune system health, but also keeping our skin. It's for beauty. It's really important. Right. Um, to attach to collagen. But right. omega threes are are a mood and brain super boost, and we eat so much meat in America, and we really need to get our ratios up. So, I take a ton of omega threes. <laughs> you know, I, I totally agree with that. I, I um, one of the things I and I did you, Sarah? Did you actually? I I've done this as well. Have you done the genetic testing to determine that this aspect? Did you do that as part of your your journey? Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I can recall right now what my SNPs are. Yeah. But yeah, it's so fun. Biohacking is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a, a real, I, you know, one of the things I found out was, uh, you know, and also through blood work. I think, you, you know, Stephanie, you talked about this before about using the data on yourself to determine what's best. And, you know, it's possible to get blood work, um, you know, for, for, for covered under insurance. And so you're able to get this panel, full panel done and uh, really understand what's happening, you know. And I, I, I think there's a lot of insight into that if you're reading it correctly but also combining it with other aspects um, and other things um, so Stephanie do you use that I mean like if I me as a person can I look at my blood work and then look at other things and what what, what kind of information is helpful for me to decide what's the right path yeah absolutely um, in fact you know y- you know if you don't have somebody to work with you can even there are um like third-party uh, lab companies that you can order on your own. Those include things like directlabs.com and mymedlab.com. As a consumer, um, you have the ability to, you know, order on yourself if you want to do a little bit of biohacking and research and understand, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then for the SNPs, as, as um, Sarah mentioned, that's a, those are the polymorphisms. Those are the genetic um, 
they're not really mutations. They're just uh, variable um, coding that we have variations of. And that you can get through companies like 23andMe, um, 23andMe.com, which you can you know order on yourself. And then in terms of interpretation or kind of like what's important, um, you know, for women, I find hor- you know, understanding your hormonal health to be really um, crucial along with, you know, what do your cholesterol levels look like? That can lend itself to understanding whether or not you're eating too much sugar, if your triglycerides are high, or whether or not you need more omega-3 um, support, um, which is the, you know, the the um, anti-inflammatory fatty acids found in cold water fish. Um, right. you, look at, you look at the HDL levels um, for that. And then, um, from hormones, you know, estradiol, which is the most potent um, estrogen that our, you know, that the female body makes, um, progesterone levels, and you want to, if you're menstruating, you want to look at that um, roughly around day 21 of your cycle, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, Sarah mentioned also vitamin C. One of the other things that vitamin C has been proven to do um, in clinical studies is actually raise the production of progesterone um, mm. from the ovary, which, you know, as women, as you're heading through your, you know, your reproductive years, starting around age 25, we get a natural age-related decline in progesterone production 2% per year on average from age 25 to menopause. Um, and wow. Then, that accounts for you know a lot of the um, a lot of complaints that women have from a hormonal perspective. They have PMS, um, you know, heavier bleeding or breast tenderness. That's because there's oftentimes like not enough progesterone to keep up with the estrogen demand, and you know, vitamin C is great um, as is one of the things that can help support that. Um, and then I'm trying to think of other, you know, infl- looking at inflammation would be really yeah. great. You know, uh, C-reactive protein is an inflammatory marker that is a really easy blood test to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, know, C, whole- you said C, C-reactive, the letter C? Uh-huh, letter C, yeah. um, mm-hmm. C-reactive protein, also abbreviated um, CRP. Oh, or- cre- creatinine, yeah, okay. And do, do, you, um, do you have, when you're doing these blood tests, um, talk a little bit about, um, you know, there's there's fertility, but there's also menopause when you when you no longer have estrogen and, and progesterone, and and really, what are the recommendations there? What's your view on, you know, uh, this uh, artificial uh, hormones or th- hormone therapy? Yeah, absolutely. I can talk about that. So, um, you know, so the first hormone that declines as you head into perimenopause is the progesterone, and that's when women can get more irregular cycles, or their cycles start getting closer together, or they start skipping them. Um, it sometimes comes with you know increased anxiety, or you know night sweats, or uh, difficulty sleeping. Um, and at that juncture, you know you're really looking to support progesterone, like. One of the ways being vitamin C. There's also a really great um, herb called chase tree berry that has also been clinically proven to increase progesterone production while you're still able. Um, And then thereafter, you know, as you head into menopause, it's the estrogen level that drops and it stops your menstruation. And, um, you know, with all the data that we have now, so, you know, the Women's Health Initiative was the big was the big um, hormone study in the early 2000s that basically scared everybody off their hormones. And what that study showed was that the synthetic form of progesterone, or medroxyprogesterone, also known as Provera, um, gave an increased risk for breast cancer. Right. Um, And so, you know, everybody got spooked and, you know, went off hormones and didn't realize that those hormones that were studied in that study are not the same as bioidentical hormones. Um, And we now have, you know, a lot of data 
um, that shows the protective effect, particularly of estrogen, on um, diseases related to um, aging in women, especially cardiovascular disease, dementia, osteoporosis. Um, hmm. And, and the, so, yeah. yeah, so what was, um, so when you talk about bioidentical, I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know, estrogen creams and things like that. Is that what you're talking about? Are you talking about, you know, the, the pharma, the pharma grade or what, what do you mean by biodegradable and what would you recommend? Yeah. So bioidentical hormones. So from the estrogen, if we just talk about estrogen for a moment, um, the, there, it does exist as creams. It exists both as, um, pharmaceutical, you know, options. There's, you know, estradiol patches, there's, um, things like E-string and Vagifem all of which are bioidentical and available um, through, you know, standard pharma, but are are the same molecular structure as the estrogen that your body is used to making, as opposed to things like Premarin, um, which is synthetic and does not, you know, does not mirror the kind of hormones that your body was making before. Right. Um, awesome. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so if I were, you know, if someone was interested in that, uh, obviously, would they, um, what was the best way to approach the right hormonal strategy with regard to these types of supplements or, or uh, creams and, and uh, uh, you know, bio equivalents? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think for hormone replacement, you do need to have a really um, yeah. well-trained clinical practitioner, clinician to help with that. I mean, they're prescriptions. But, um, you know, what I tell my patients is that um, whereas the old data, you know, was scary and, you know, suggested all this cancer risk, then the data on the bioidentical versions of this, there's many medical reasons um, to consider them that goes above and beyond the way that they, you know, can help you feel better and improving your mood and your energy and your sleep and, um, and the various, you know, kinds of things that come along with menopause. Um, I always, you know, what, what's most striking is the, the protection they have for cognition um, right. and the protection they have, you know, for heart attack and the, connect, and the protection they have for osteoporosis, all three of which carry with them like a pretty significant morbidity and mortality that far exceeds the, you know, perception of risk as long as you're doing, having, you know, hormone replacement that is judicious and safe and monitored. Right. I completely agree. One of the things that's for, we're going to uh, come back and talk a bit about fertility because I think that's a huge other aspect that's being uh, affected by environmental conditions. And one of the things that you both have raised is sort of our emotional and mental well-being, you know, the, the aspect of stress and how stress impacts hormones, sleep, you know, really does have a, a, a big impact on your physiological function. And you could still be taking supplements. But if you're not managing your, you know, uh, your stress levels or getting opportunities to get better sleep, I mean, there's a, it's like a, it, there's a vicious cycle that can start to occur. Is that, is that correct? Have you seen that with your clients, Sarah? Yeah, and I've experienced it myself. So um, I have uh, low-grade PTSD from early emotional trauma. It's mm. unfortunately not yeah. that uncommon. Yeah. And breath work, lots of oxygen, soothing thoughts being okay and accepting that like whatever current state, if you're having an anxiety attack or you're having a moment, it doesn't make you weak. It actually means you've probably survived more than the average person has endured. And so to just take that moment to have a lot of compassion for ourselves, know that we're probably walking through this world with more compassion and maybe even more kindness. Right. Because of let the body have its moment. Lots of oxygen, lots of water, soothing thoughts, some mild, 
lymphatic shaking, some jumping, squats are really good for a little mood boost, deep breathing through the nose, look to the sky and kind of shift the brain. Mild exercise is wonderful for kind of an endorphin boost, but you're right. I can be eating perfectly. And if my brain is telling an old story around why you're not good enough and it's replaying some like third grade basketball <laughs> coach trauma that you may right. not even be aware of. You hear the the mean thoughts, but you don't know where they originated from. There's yeah. a lot. Wow. Places. That is that is so profound. I think you 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 two have really created the the balance of what we're talking about. You know, Stephanie, your amazing insight and your advice and and really how the the supplements and functional medicine has actually transformed your health as well as the lives of others. And then Sarah, you bring in the the emotional well-being aspect of it, right? Sort of the the be self-compassionate, uh, know what to do when you're feeling those moments of anxiety or strive to reduce it. You know, breathe. I mean, it's so easy just take big deep breaths for a while look at the sun you know and feel find ways of bringing more joy into your life i think the two complement each other so well you know i and and it, and and was that is that a part of your therapeutics uh, stephanie is sort of bringing in that sort of uh, meditation or yoga or other aspects to kind of help the body manage um the the as the stresses that occur that are natural and that that we have to deal with yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they're, the two are inextricably linked. You cannot separate them. You know, mm-hmm. we have an incredible amount of impact with our thoughts on our biology that's been proven. Right. Um, and so I definitely prescribe all any any number of types of mindfulness-based activity. And, um, you know, sometimes meditation is the way to go. And, and you know, in fact, uh, we did bring in um, the Muse device, like, into the office to have yeah. people, like, you know, practice with that which is a brain sensing you know right. meditation device but I also recommend um, certain types of breathing technique um, like yoga nature walks. yeah exactly yeah, um, yeah even doing the dishes if you do it you know um, <laughs> in a way where you're you know focused on the present moment or focused right. on your breath can be mindful you know can it's be done awesome so we're, we're mindful that we're going into a break right now. We're going to talk more about how to integrate this together and, and, and deploy functional medicine with new and innovative techniques to deal with the stresses and also to accept that you are better for being able to trans, to, to live through this, right? And, I, and I, we'll, we'll come back after the break with uh, Stephanie and with Sarah and talk a little bit more about fertility and stress management and how to incorporate these techniques into your daily life. This is Kathy. Catherine Kalarka with Humanity Evolve. We'll be back after the break. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading Conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is Humanity Evolve with Katherine Calarco. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. Again, that's 1-866-613-1612. Or you may send an email to info at ccalarco.com. Now, back to Humanity Evolve. We're back. Welcome. This is Catherine, and we're talking with Sarah and Dr. Stephanie Daniel. And you know what's amazing is there's so much to cover. We were talking about this in the break. There is so much for us to talk about. You know, right before the break, we were talking about deploying stress management techniques and simple little things that you can do to boost your energy during the day. And also, Stephanie kind of outlaid some amazing supplements and being able to use genetic testing as well as blood tests and how you as a consumer can do this at minimal cost or get it covered under insurance. So there's a lots of there's lots of uh, holistic aspect of this. So just to pick up on that theme a little bit, Stephanie, how do you bring the two parts together? Um, and we, right as we were going to break, I was talking about the idea that mindfulness does not even have to be something that you go and do. You can be, you know, mindful in any moment, um, whether you're doing the dishes or folding <laughs> the laundry. Yeah, exactly. Um, the idea is to, is to um, you know, be present in the moment, not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future. Um, and then kind of touching a bit on what Sarah was talking about, I really like the power of affirmations. Also, you know, the um, positive messages that we can tell ourselves, um, especially in moments of anxiety or fear or worry, um, you know, bringing that back around. But there's so many ways, you know, to incorporate that. And do you fan right now and counting our wins, like writing down the things you did right throughout the day, because we have so many messages on where we lack and where we could be better and just buy this product and it'll fix it. But we don't really give ourselves credit for how much we show up day in and day out and for our friends and our community. And so just write them down, even the little ones. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's amazing, you know, sometimes we look at what isn't what's broken rather than all the things that you have going well and how well you're doing with what's going on. Right. And the, the celebrate those wins and then and then it sort of like boosts you, you know. And I also liked how you were talking about. If you if you are feeling the the impacts of the hormonal changes, or you're dealing with uh, you know the stresses of fertility and aspects of that, you know to to be mindful of it and take a moment to know things to do to help um, kind of overcome them or ad- deal with it in a way that's co- self compassionate and also allows you to fully function. You know, and I thought those were really good techniques. And the in Stephanie, when you're working with your clients and you 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 kind of bringing this sort of aspect of mindfulness. I mean, one of my med- daily meditations is actually putting makeup on. You know, <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a it's a moment to, to yourself to actually see yourself and say, uh, you know, all of who I am is beautiful. You know, and beyond 
the external, all of who I am is beautiful, right? So I think that we all are that, you know. So how, how uh, you know, when you're working with your with your patients, can you talk a little bit about some of the successes that you have, some of the the insights and transformations that have occurred for people? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, it's such a good lead into something that I see often causing um, subconscious anxiety that we're not even aware of. And that's engaging with with media, over engaging with media like the news or TV. Um, So, you know, one of the things that I like to tell people to do and that has had, you know, one of the biggest impacts is turn off the news, turn off the television um, Mm. and stop getting all that negative, you know, um, all those negative messages like into your consciousness Every, like all the time, like just do away with it. Um, and <laughs> take I would a, take a break. Take a break, and yeah. it has a really far-reaching effect when you stop listening to just you know the negativity that's you know typically broadcasted. This is you know this is so refreshing to have a, a radio show that's um, all about the positive and about evolving and about you know how we can um, you know uh, help each other, right? Help, yeah, exactly. Help each other and you know create more love. And um, but that's one of the places I see a huge impact in my patient base is when they just stop letting the negative, you know, infiltrate or hijack their life. Mm, That is so true. Because we get, we get, you know, we really get manipulated and our brains get hijacked a bit, right? And and you have to be conscious of that. We talked about that with Stephen Kotler and how these techniques are used to engage people to sell ads and things like that. And and we have to be, we have to take our power back, right? We have to realize that, look, this is not what's good for me. I want what's good for me. So I'm going to consume and select this, right? So I think it's really a, an important point. Do you see this come into people with who are really having fertility challenges? Challenges that they're dealing with what Sarah's talked about with regards to, you know, I'm always, I, I got to strive and be better, be better, be better. And, and, you know, work 40 hours in a day if you can. And, 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 and the environmental issues, do you see this kind of come in when, with people with fertility issues? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's um, another big part of my practice is working with um, couples around conception. And, you know, 50% of um, fertility issues are considered, quote unquote, unexplained. And mm. I found that it's there's there's easy explanation. It's the environmental, you know, mismatch again. It's the things that they're, you know, not nourishing their body with. It's the toxic overload of the, um, you know, not just the actual like, you know, chemical toxicity, but, you know, toxicity of these this negative messaging, like do more, be more, you know, not perfect, um, you know, uh, that especially affects women, body image stuff, et cetera. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. And then there's the other components, as we had mentioned before, like subtle or not so subtle hormonal issues, whether it's, you know, um, estrogen and progesterone or thyroid issues or adrenal issues um, uh, or insulin resistance, you know, all of that plays a role um, mm. in whether or not you're a good host for conceiving you know, right. host for having a baby. There was a, I, I lived in New Zealand for a while, which was amazing. I loved it. And, um, and par- there was a, uh, an integrated physician there who deployed uh, homeopathic and integrative medicine techniques to help women with fertility. And he was 85% successful, way exceeding IV, uh, IVF and, and all the other in, in, like modern medicine therapeutics. And his, and I asked him, I said, so what is it? You know, what, what does it come down to? And his view was, 
stress. His view was that the system was out of balance and that there's all this pressure, you know, because it takes people having children later and the window for having children is getting, you know, gets smaller and smaller if you wait longer and it gets harder to conceive. So really being able to kind of manage the stress and create a a balance within your system to allow the fertility to occur naturally, he's had tremendous success in deploying exactly what you're talking about. So uh, is that kind of what do you do for women who are challenged with uh, trying to become pregnant and and not able to conceive in a in a time frame you know like a two or three or five years kind of a frame time frame yeah I mean I see the same thing I, I have women that have gone through um, standard fertility treatment have you know been very unlucky and not resolved not gotten any resolution and then we do this deeper work together we make we create space in their life you know not just from a um, you know molecular or biological standpoint but also emotionally and spiritually and you know I routinely have um, I just had you know one of my beloved patients just delivered um, natural conception at age 41 and she just had her baby uh, and you know I would say my success rates are very similar like yeah. upwards you know 80 90 percent um, yeah. for just being yeah. able to you know create that space for people and right. your website's Give it the really right. cute your drugfreefertility.com website's really cute and endearing <laughs> thank you <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> you know it, it's you know and even if you aren't able to have children I don't have children you know and I feel but I feel like it's it's like a for me, it's an opportunity to be a mother to a greater world and, and more. And it's like, a, is it, there was a movie recently that talked about, um, you know, if it, there was a line in it that I thought it was pretty profound about that children don't have to come through you. Right, that that they that you can be uh, a, a mother, you know, you can you can you can participate in that in different ways, and I thought that was a really awesome way of conveying it, you know, and that sometimes giving yourself permission to let go and and just allows for space makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So speaking of space, you guys have so much wealth of knowledge and so much to offer people, and and really you lift women to be a higher self, and you enable them to live their best lives and I just love you both and I really want you to share with more with others. So how can people connect with you? I mean what what's the best way for they to stay in touch or get more information? Uh, Sarah, do you want to start off? Sure. My blog is called Get Healthy, Sexy, Happy. I oh, that sounds it good. to get <laughs> HSH. So if you want to find me in any social media platform, it's get HSH. That's where most of the relationship coaching and some of the um, functional medicine light, like very watered down stuff comes. And then my book is freethefat.com. And that's where you can find some of the supplement suggestions that Stephanie's helped me work on and and that we um, sell to, to people, give them access to various sites. So freethefat.com and gethsh.com are probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. And I'm giving away the book free to anyone that's listening today. If you go to freethefat.com, dot com um, and you'll click on the links you scroll to the bottom and you'll see a place to put your name in if you put your name and email i'll send it over awesome thank you sarah that's a great gift did you so and your your life is transformed now or how how is it manifested just briefly and then i need to let uh, stephanie jump in to give her links um, some of the lab tests that Stephanie suggested um, gave me insights into things like my cortisol levels and my vitamin d levels that were absolutely impactful and game-changing and I was able to have a, a correct diagnostic and then she's brilliant so her her view on what was going on and kind of some of the root causes 
I personally recommend going through a functional medicine practitioner if you can afford it. It's game changing um, and it's made a big difference. Awesome. And not only that, but the information, there's a lot available on your websites for anybody that wants to engage with the books and the information. So Stephanie, how can people contact and stay in touch with you? Yeah. Um, so uh, the, on the fertility front, you know, Sarah mentioned uh, drugfreefertility.com and there is an ebook on that site as well. If you um, put your name and email in, it'll send right over um, along with some, there's some handouts and such for how to eat. And that applies actually across the board for hormonal health. Um, but the second way to, to contact me is through my practice website, which is functionalmedicinesf, like sanfrancisco.com. There's some blog posts on there that might be of interest. Um, and uh, one other thing I wanted to say is um, Sarah's Free the Fat Protocol actually leverages the power of what goes on with the adrenal response, the stress response. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to like hallmark that because what she's put together is, you know, completely revolutionary in the, you know, quote, quote unquote, weight loss world. And this is one of the things I see in my practice is that, you know, a lot of women can be doing everything right. And the thing that is holding their their weight on is the fact that they're overstressed they're in, you know they're inflamed or they're produ- overproducing cortisol and that's the last state in which their body will let go of things so i just awesome. wanted to hallmark that because it's really remarkable awesome okay you guys man this has been an amazing show for women and for their men in their lives and for all of our families uh, I, I strongly support all of you to take the opportunity to find one thing that helps you to uh, kind of enjoy who you are and, and use this advice This our goal from both Stephanie and Sarah and I is to help you to help yourself and also to nurture what is awesome already in you so be you you are you are awesome as you are and uh, thank you very much for joining us this has been Catherine Kalarka with Sarah Plummer Bernard and Dr. Stephanie Daniel and we are here about helping you join us next week this is Catherine Kalarko, Humanity Evolve Thank you for joining Catherine Calarco for this week's edition of Humanity Evolve. Be sure to tune in again next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll talk again then. 